Good morning, everyone. I hope you're all keeping very well this morning and welcome to another episode of Find Your Model Health, the official podcast for those looking to optimize their long-term health and weight goals and understand how their body really works. I am your host. I am Shemaine Linney. I'm a fitness and nutrition expert, certified iridologist and biohacker. And I'm very happy to have you back with me for episode 205. Can you believe I have done 205 of these? And I've always said how much I enjoy doing these podcasts. I feel it's a practical way to teach. You can listen while you walk, while you drive, while you're in the bath, while you're doing the housework. Uh, like, And you actually get my vibe. You get how I teach and I always try to explain things in the most digestible way as possible. So it's easier for you to absorb the information and then process it. Anyway, um, this episode, we're going to look a bit at motivation and willpower. But before I go on, I must remind you that the information in these podcast episodes is for informational purposes only and should not be taken as medical advice. Please do consult your health practitioner before making any lifestyle changes. Okay, let's go. So we're looking at motivation and willpower and how they all connect to cravings and your metabolism. So I know you know this. I know you know this, but it's my job to remind you of certain things and highlight certain things and help you go, oh, okay. So with that in mind, let me remind you. So I know many people find themselves fighting food cravings too many times a day, every day, and that that willpower and the motivation to resist, it just gets less and less and it weakens. And then you end up taking just a small bite or a piece that leads to another piece and another piece. And before you know it, things have snowballed out of control. Um, and often we don't like to admit that we've done this. And I've always said to my clients, look, it's not my job to judge you. It's my job to help you. And there's no point in not being honest with me because if I don't know everything, then how can I help you to the best of my abilities? But just because you do give in to this one little piece or this extra bit, that doesn't mean that there's a flaw in your character. It just means that something else is driving your decisions or affecting your ability to stay motivated or have willpower. And in my experience, that motivation and willpower, it lapses. And when it does, it leads to people having snacks and maybe overeating or eating late in the day. Um, And this usually, and this is going to make sense to you as we walk on or talk on, this usually is because we have some sort of fatigue happening or some sort of, shall we say, metabolic problem that's changing how your brain and your willpower muscle works. So that means that maybe if you have been unsuccessful losing weight over a long period of time, 
that maybe this concept and this strategy that you've never really considered too much before could make all the difference in your long-term success. So the vast majority of self-help and say motivation and empowerment experts, they'll emphasize focusing on aligning your weight or your body goals with other beliefs and how you feel about yourself and your self-expectations. And they help people lose weight by identifying their reason for wanting to lose weight. So their why, and I'm not saying that's not important because everything is important. Calories is important. Quantity is important. Nutrition density is important. Sleep is important. Um, self-valuation. Like, it's all very important. But these specific self-help professionals, they help people lose weight by identifying their reason for wanting to lose weight and adopting a new mindset of responsibility rather than rationalizations. And this can work for some, but not for everyone, and it would help people so much more if we didn't have the metabolic issues that are depriving our brain or our willpower muscle of energy. So from a metabolic perspective, and when we say metabolic, we basically mean an energy perspective. We know that having motivation and even willpower requires a lot of energy. I always say to my clients, willpower is a muscle. And just like your bicep, the more you exercise it, the stronger it can get. And that's where discipline would come in. And these words, many people, motivation, willpower, discipline, self-control, people kind of throw them all into the one category, and rightly so, but they all do mean different things as well. And so motivation, having your willpower muscle strong, they require a lot of energy and mental work. So if you want more willpower, Potentially, what you need is more energy, specifically for your brain. But before I go on as well, this is also circumstantial. Because if you have had a very stressful, long day, and you've had a lot on your shoulders and had to make a lot of taxing decisions and choices, that as that energy depletes, then obviously you have less energy towards the end of the day to fuel that willpower muscle or to fuel that mental work that would help you, quote, stay on track. So one potential idea that could help people is making sure that not only have you got enough energy in your body, but you've got enough energy going to your brain cells to fuel your brain for making these decisions. Um, and this is a concept that most people will not connect to cravings and overeating, even though I've always spoke to my clients that the main reasons we will give in to temptation or overeat or have those extra carbs in the evening is because we're stressed and we're tired. Those are the main reasons. Yes, there are emotional aspects 
But from my experience, and hormonal aspects, of course, but from my experience, the main reasons women and even men will give in to temptation and make some poor food choices is because of fatigue and stress. And most people agree with that. If you stop and you take a minute, you'll go, yeah, actually, the days that my nutrition is most bad, it's because either I've had a terrible night's sleep or it's been a tiring day or it's been a very stressful day. Most people will agree with that. So when we come back to this providing your brain with energy and making sure you have enough energy to make the right choices, then we understand that maybe part of you losing weight is your ability to think clearly and be able to delay this gratification. So not only do you need to plan ahead because planning is key to forming new, healthy, sustainable habits and routines and maintaining good structure, we also know there's a lot of willpower that goes into forming new habits too. So making sure that we have enough energy to make these stronger decisions when we have a moment of temptation can offset and prevent us from making set poor choices. So let's think about this. Okay, you've had um, a very stressful day. You had poor sleep because the wind last night. Then you have stress around your kids. Let's say your kid has a serious dental appointment and the other kid is having issues at school. So it's stress, stress, stress. And you're already tired. So apart from the poor sleep, you'll be already experiencing the inflammation and the insulin resistance issues and the increased cravings. So you already have that battle as soon as you wake up. Now, as the day goes on, you go to the dentist, you then pick up the other kid who hates school, then you have to make dinner, then you have to remember to take care of yourself, along with maybe walking the dog, washing the floor, maybe calling the TV company, checking that um, all your bills are up to date, like you have all of this going on all day, and now by about 4 p.m., you start to crash. And that's where the temptation comes in because this is somewhat of a survival mechanism where your body doesn't care. It just wants to survive and it knows that carbs and sugar and glucose, they're the fastest source of energy that's going to be the quickest pick-me-up. And not only that, it's going to stimulate serotonin production. So in the moment of you eating said carbs or treats or whatever it is, you're going to get that boost of serotonin and you're going to feel better. You're going to have a moment of bliss, shall we say. And this is where we see most people crash. This is where having not enough energy because of the aforementioned poor sleep and stress with kids and life, you've burned through most of your energy for the day. You've challenged your willpower muscle so much that it just has no more energy left at all and then that's where we give in now apart from everything I mentioned this can also happen to people if they just don't eat enough for breakfast and lunch and we know this and studies point to not eating enough earlier in the day gives you a higher propensity for binge eating in the evening and I see this all the time 
I see it all the time. I actually have to force clients to eat. I have to say I need you to eat more. I've always said lunchtime should be your biggest meal, especially if you want to offset those binging and cravings later on in the evening. But anyway, now you can see how that works. You've had an exhausting day. You didn't sleep well. You've had a lot of stress. And maybe you didn't eat enough as it was because of all the stress and running around. So you literally have no energy left in the tank. So when temptation arrives or cravings arrive, as much as you have good intentions that you want to stay on track and you know if you give in, it's going to make you feel rubbish and you're going to have guilt and you're just going to have all this regret and negative energy, as much as you have good intentions, you just don't have the energy anymore to fight. So you give in and then the rest is history. You know what happens after that. So, psychologists call this kind of stress-induced loss of willpower ego depletion. Now, ego is what gives us the ability to control our behavior. To psychologists, ego is not about being conceited or thinking highly of yourself. Ego is more about your perception of yourself, who you think you are as a person, your self-valuation, what you want for yourself. So ego is more about your sense of self-control based on who you believe you are. According to psychologists, maintaining self-control requires resources that exist in limited supply and can be depleted. An excerpt from Ego Depletion and the Strength Model of Self-Control, a meta-analysis states... Just as a muscle requires strength and energy to exert force over a period of time, acts that have high self-control demands also require strength and energy to perform. So acts that have high self-control demands also energy, strength and energy to perform. Similarly, as muscles become fatigued after a period of sustained exertion and have reduced capacity to exert further force, self-control can also become depleted when demands are made of self-control resources over a period of time. Exactly what I said a few minutes ago is that if you keep putting demand on your willpower, on your brain to make constant decisions and choices eventually you will diminish said muscles of energy and therefore they just can't fight anymore so willpower motivation consistency self-discipline even they all require mental work and energy Um, and if you have a poorly functioning metabolism or you have metabolic inflexibility where your body doesn't know how to use fuel or energy properly, then that leaves you in a situation where you have less ability to make good choices based on the energy available or the energy required to make the decisions. So, um, What's abundantly clear is that acts of self-control require brain activity. We know this. Science consistently shows that there's locally reduced blood glucose levels in the most active areas of the brain after sustained work or um, energy requirement or energy use. So in simple terms, 
glucose, carbs, sugar, whatever you want to call it, it is one of the main chemicals in the bloodstream that carries energy to the brain. This is why if you're very hungry or you're very tired or you have severe cravings, your body, your brain, before you even realize it, has sent you to that kitchen press and you're scarfing down 10 cookies. Before you even know what has happened, your brain knows where the cookies are and it also knows that sugar is its fastest source of fuel and it wants to survive, so it's going to send you there. So glucose is fuel for the brain. Let's not forget that it is and it's very readily used, so it will be used before other fuel sources. Um, but like anything that requires energy to function, the ability for your brain to work or make choices is impaired when energy declines. And especially if your body doesn't know how to use energy properly and that's the metabolic flexibility. So low levels of energy and even sugar can predict poor performance on self-control later in the day and even other tasks or tests that you may have to perform later on in the day. So replenishing glucose or carbs will help improve self-control and motivation. It does. And this is why I always say lunchtime should be your biggest meal because it's going to fuel you for the rest of the day. So apart from having weight problems concerning sugar addiction or the emotional aspect of life and um, other stuff to improve your willpower we do need to know that we need to improve our metabolism and our metabolic flexibility so metabolism as I'll remind you comes from your cell most people don't understand this Metabolism comes from the cells. How your cells, and we have millions of them in our body, how your cell produces energy, that is your metabolism. So if your cell knows how to create energy and knows how to fuel, burn different fuel sources efficiently without going into any sort of panic mode, that is good metabolic flexibility. That is good metabolism. So if we can improve that, then we can inadvertently improve your willpower and your motivation. And because this is my focus with my clients, is improving cellular health. Always, always health first. But my focus is to get that metabolic flexibility in line. And we try to do that as fast as possible, which in turn then starts to optimize the cellular health. And then we come in with other stuff like supplements and dense nutrition and stuff. But it is making sure that you have that metabolic flexibility so your cells are producing energy properly. And then that in turn is why most of my clients, most of them, not all, I wish it was all, but most of them say, that they don't have cravings anymore. Like it's easier to stay on track. It's easier to stay motivated. And then when they do have their treats or whatever you want to call it, they enjoy it. But in general, they don't struggle. They're like, this is actually pretty easy. So it's because we get their metabolic flexibility in line and we show their, or we encourage their cells how to make energy properly. 
And then, of course, like I mentioned, we have the bigger lunch, which optimizes metabolism in many other ways, not just by giving you extra calories or carbs. Um, there's different aspects to that. But this all enables your body to work properly. You get the energy from the foods that you need. And then when you don't have food, you, your body then gets the energy from body fat, which further supports brain function, enabling you to develop new habits necessarily or necessary to effortlessly stick to whatever your new way of eating or protocol is to help you reach your goals. So in summary... If you can optimize metabolism and cellular energy, this potentially could be the way that you stay on track. It supports your willpower strength and your motivation because you're making sure you have the energy for those muscles, your brain, your willpower muscle, when they are challenged, they have the energy to make strong decisions and let's say, fight. So um, this is another consideration. And like I said, there is other variables. There is, there is the emotional aspect of things. But um, in a basic terms, most people do give in to temptation and cravings and lose motivation when they are fatigued or stressed. So yes, there's lifestyle variables that can play a part in that. But maybe you don't have a bad day. Maybe you just don't eat very well. Maybe your metabolism doesn't work very well. Like maybe you did have a great night's sleep, but your nutrition is just not good. Therefore, your willpower later in the evening is not going to be good because your metabolism is not working properly. And your cells, of course, are not working optimally to provide the energy to abstain. I hope all of that made sense. I hope it wasn't confusing. This is just another tool to help you consider what might be going on with your body and your health journey. Everything I share, these are all tools to help you on your journey. Listen to them, read them, take time to consider them. Not everything is going to be relevant to you, but some of it will be, and you can use what's relevant to you. And you can put it into your artillery, your health artillery that you use to optimize your journey and get you to where you not only want to be, but also need to be. So we know now our health is our responsibility and the, everything I put out are tools to help you with that responsibility. So I hope you did find this helpful. I hope you took the time to listen to it. Um, if you know anyone else that's struggling with willpower motivation, please do share with them. Again, the key takeaway is that if your metabolism is not working properly, and that goes back to cellular energy and cellular function, then your willpower will be challenged more. Okay, have a great day, everyone. I'll chat to you all really soon, and take care. Bye-bye.